Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. And no matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Oh, and while I have you, let's talk about Hotel Tonight. By showing you top-rated hotels with unsold rooms, Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book your stay at an amazing rate. And even though their name's Hotel Tonight, you could book in advance. Perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, booking a place with a pool, and more. So, to start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app right now. All right, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Sal. We're here. Jim Cunningham is working the board. What's happening, Jim? Not much, man. How you doing? Good, good. What happened? Tate's away. He's he's, uh, he's traveling the country, prostituting yep. himself. Yeah. I don't know. What's he doing? Hedonistic vacation. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. You know, <laughs> basketball season starts and that's it. He's gone. Can't do anything with him. But you know what? We're going to move on. We got, a, we got a, basically an all New York, mostly Long Island crew here with Jim uh, the parlay kid, brother Bry and Harry is going to be um, it's going to be overruled a lot. That, that's how this podcast goes. So let's get these guys on the phone. The gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my wizards of wagering, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta. Harry, brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal, what's shaking? What's going on, buddy? Well, this was one of the coming off one of the worst weeks in Vegas history. Um, what a, so what was it like the top 11 most public teams bet all one and all one against the spread and i feel like we did not benefit like we should have we did a lot of stupid things parlay kid you for one i think you had you had the rams on a big parlay right that that broke your streak yeah so i had a nice parlay going of course it was the last leg mm-hmm. had cormier which we said you should bet the house on that right uh, and when we were talking last week on the pod he was minus 700 and there's yeah. In the UFC fight, uh, some people got him as low as uh, minus three seventy five. It really went down. Yeah, it dropped to three ninety three seventy five. It went exactly like like we thought, right? As long as he stayed away from that haymaker. Oh, it went exactly. It's so easy, such yeah. easy money. I mean, I don't even know if he got hit more than once. Cormier mm-hmm. took him down, submitted him in the second round. It was so easy, and I think it just barely beat. I think it was under one and a half rounds too. If you yeah. had that, and it went just under. Mm-hmm. One and a half rounds. So that was nice for some people that had that. Had the Chiefs sell. Easy peasy. Chargers over the, over uh, Seattle. And, of course, the Rams. And uh, 35-35, Sal, when they tied that game up, I thought they were winning it. I did not think they were going to lose that game at that point. I felt very confident. Uh, I, you know, Then even at 38-35 with the ball, I thought the Rams were winning that game. Uh, I think they went a little conservative. They're- I was with you, Parlay kid. I, I thought I thought they'd jump on him early. I thought I, uh, you convinced me. I was, I was like, you know what? They're going to have a two-touchdown lead, and the Saints are going to be chasing. Uh, but it wasn't like that at all. They couldn't pressure, pressure Breeze. I think they punted no, once. The no, and, so, and Marcus Peters, I think, had one uh, of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he was absolutely atrocious. Anytime it was third and long, he was the guy that was getting beat, usually by Michael Thomas, but... Uh, yeah. It was one of the worst games I've ever seen. He looks like he's like 40 years old out there, Mark. He's like, 
He's, he's only been in the league for what, like three or four years now? He's a joke back there. Oh, he's not boy. even ready for the snap. He's looking around. It's like, what, what, oh, what, what did they terrible. even get Just here? What terrible, a bad terrible. terrible. Now, Trash talker, too. Which now, Brother Bry, what did you have? You, um, you won money, right, this uh, weekend? Do I even have to say? I had the Seahawks, uh, oh, Seahawks yeah. to win against the Chargers. That was really stupid by me. Uh, the Seahawks offense was awful. I think you were talking about it with Simmons a little bit, but they were literally like run first down, run mm-hmm. second down. And then Russell Wilson would throw a three yard pass. Like every, even down nine in the fourth quarter, they were still doing the same thing. They were so predictable yet. They still had a chance to tie it up. Yeah. But then that bad offsides right at the end of the game, but uh bad job by Nim- Bad job by me. I've I've lost a few. In a row uh, it's here on nothing the worse that's, that's, with with the Seahawks when they don't feel like playing offense, when they don't stretch the field, when Russell's running back back to the end zone the whole time, and uh, and they can't advance the ball, and they're too far behind. I, I suspect it's going to be the same this week against the Rams, uh, an angry Rams team. Now, Harry, let's move on to you because you are red, red hot. I mean, there's not even a word for you, right? I mean, there's a lot of words for you, but let's start with red hot. <laughs> Getting close to uh, your run at ESPN a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was what? What are you exactly? Are you ten, twelve, and zero? What well, are you? Uh, in the last, I've, I've only given pick, picks out for four weeks on Twitter in college. Brian suggested I should just do, start doing it, so decided to do it. I'm fourteen two and one against the spread, and it was four zero last week. Um, and my tie was covering for 57 of the 60 minutes. So, mm-hmm. like I said, 14-2-1. I had Utah State as my best bet on the pod last week, too. And why can't games just, like, go like that? All I mean, it's 28 in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Didn't even have to watch the rest of the game. They were rolling so much. Then uh, Missouri and Baylor were two of my picks. They both won straight up on the money line. And, uh, you yeah, I don't know, just one of those things. I even, ex- I even was, I was mentioning to Brian, I had the leader – in the, after the third round in the Turkish Airlines Open in the European Gulf. <laughs> there we go. At Hatong Lee. <laughs> Justin Rhodes came back to beat him in a playoff on Sunday, but the guy that finished second in the Turkish Airlines Open as well. Where do you have these things? Because <laughs> typically you put in bets through me. You know, I have to, I don't want to give away our secret, but I filter, you know, I send, I fly off to Vegas and put your bets in. I didn't see any of this. I don't see you winning any money. You're just claiming victories left and right. Well, I'm, I'm claiming victories because, to be totally honest, I, I didn't bet a cent this past week. Mm, I wanted good. to yeah. be good. I wanted to be good until Thanksgiving. And, of course, I hit everything. Good until well, Thanksgiving? So, what is this? This is not... I know. There's I only know. so many games. Yeah. It's like, it's no like he's not, not eating until Nobody Thanksgiving. Said I, I know. Bright. Be good Nobody in February. Right. Hey. Hey, Sal. What's the matter with this guy? Harry's yeah. buddy, the white rhino, yeah. uh, messaged me saying he's making all of Harry's picks for him. I could see that. I could actually see Which that. Which is not true. No? Uh, that's that all I'm just no shit. Harry, give credit where credit's due. Come on. He actually owes me 600 bucks. All right. <laughs> we probably don't need to get into that. That's bad. Um, listen, let's look forward to the Thursday game. Now, Jim, if you get this podcast up in time, people will listen to it in the morning on the way to work. And they'll be able to hear our our gems of picks coming up in this Panther Steelers game, which happens to be Thursday night, best game on the board. I think it's it's hard to find a, a an it's equal on Sunday. I guess Rams Seahawks is fun. There's a couple in there, but this is this is the big game. It's on Fox Thursday night. Panther Steelers parlay kid pick a winner or or an over under. Yes. Uh, well, listen. What a treat uh, tomorrow night for mm-hmm. us, right? Um, is it me or is this Steelers season going almost identical to the way it went last year? Yeah. 
I feel like last year and this year, like they started off a little sloppy. You're thinking Big Ben is like nearing the end of his career. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, you look up and they're in first place in their division again. They're on track to win their division. They're on pace to win like 11 games again. Just seems like this is what happens like every year with the Steelers. Yeah. And has there been a worse holdout ever than what Le'Veon Bell has done? It's really has stupid. any holdout ever gone worse for anybody? With with uh, Connor just playing such great football for the Steelers, it's been fun to watch. Great, for, good for that kid, uh, you know, who's battled a lot of mm-hmm. adversity through his life. But so the Panthers are in the same boat. They're playing some great football themselves. Um, I've never been a guy that's been on Cam Newton's bandwagon, but I think he's playing some of the best football of his career right now. Yep. Rivera's teams are over, always physical. So they're using McCaffrey like they said they were going to use him. Yep. He's running the ball. He's catching the ball. Uh, so this is a, this is a, a, a toss-up in my book. So I'm going to take the Panthers getting the four points um, just because I think the team, the, basically these teams are uh, very similar. Why not take the points in this one? This opened at six, and then Le'Veon Bell tweeted uh, farewell to his vacation home in Miami. Spelled, mm. spelled it F-A-I-R well. That, that's a Harry special right there. Uh, <laughs> and then and then what he did was, I don't, the line went to four. I think people are <laughs> afraid of Le'Veon Bell joining the Steelers team. Harry, which way are you going with this? You know what? I'm going to take the Panthers plus four as well. Um, they've won both games versus the AFC North uh, this year. Cam has been spectacular. He's got seven touchdowns in those two games with zero picks. They've got almost 400 yards of rushing in those games. Uh, Panthers won five of six. Steelers are coming on, too. I understand that they're playing tough as well and turning things around. But, uh, you know, the Panthers were also 4-0 versus the AFC last year, which includes a win at New England. And keep this in mind, Saints haven't won anything in the division as of yet. They still lead by one. And if somehow Carolina could win this game, their next four, they have Detroit, Seattle at home, Tampa, and Cleveland. And they close the season playing New Orleans twice. So if they could stay within a game up until the 15th week of the season, everything will be, they'll be able to run out the the AFC South or NFC South if they can beat New Orleans both times. All right. So you, so we have two on the Panthers, brother, Brian, you making it a sweep. No, I'm going to go with the Steelers here. Last week we did this too with the Steelers and the Ravens, and I sided with the Steelers. But on the short week, I have to side with the home team. Look, Steelers the last years on both their Thursday night games won by at least 21. I think they beat Tennessee by like 23, and then they beat the Colts the year before by 21. But usually when the like Darren said, usually when the Steelers get rolling, they stay hot. Like in 2016, they had a win streak of seven. In 2017, they had a win streak of eight. Right now, they're on four. I think they keep this rolling. They've been playing really well. And then the other thing I was thinking about is, when was the last time on a Thursday night game at home that a really good team lost? Like a oh. home good team lost on a Thursday night. I had to look back, and I really couldn't find Giants? any week Was it the, the Giants few a few years. weeks ago? It, no? Wasn't the Giants? <laughs> the Harry's Giants. All right. But yeah, I had to look back, and I really couldn't. I couldn't find anything. So I know, I know it's minus four, but I, I think they're going to win this game. And if I'm taking them to win the game, I'm taking them to cover uh, in this game. All right. So I like yeah. The Steelers. Yeah. I mean, this team. If you looked at their season, all right, it starts with a uh, a tie, right? Now that was in Cleveland, right? And Le'Veon Bell was sitting out, and you have to think. I don't know what their odds were to win the AFC, the Super Bowl, or the division at that point. But 
They were looking pretty bleak there. And that agent, like you said, Parlay Kid, what a risk he took, Le'Veon Bell's agent. And he failed. We're going to see that guy. Oh. He's going to wash up, and I don't know which of the three rivers, but one of them for sure. <laughs> and it, it's bad. And now all of a sudden, halfway through the season, they have two losses. I'd be very surprised if they didn't run away now with that division. The Ravens look like a lesser version of the Steelers, not as much offense. Um, and Cincinnati, I think, is going the other way. And, of course, the Browns aren't going anywhere. But I like the over in this game. If you look at the the overs hit in nine of the Steelers' last 10 games as a home favorite, they're they're clicking on offense without Levy and Bell. You look at the numbers, Connor's putting up better numbers than Bell. He hit uh, seven receivers last week. He's spreading the ball, Big Ben is. And then on the other side, like you said, Parley Kid, McCaffrey averages 110 yards a game uh, rushing and receiving. They've scored 35-plus. They've averaged in the last two games. This is like an aggressive offense that we've seen out of the Panthers, and I think the yeah. over 52 is the play in this game. Jim Cunningham, you have anything to add? I'd go uh, with the Steelers just based on my hate for Tate Frazier. So. Oh, is that what it is? Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We forgot how much we hate Tate. That's right. <laughs> All right, so uh, Brian and, and uh, Jim go for the Steelers because they hate Tate, and uh, Parley Kidding. Harry, you're going to go Carolina, and I'm going over. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk prop specials. Let's talk about my bookie. You know, whether you're an expert or rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. I didn't mean to rhyme there, but if you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, you can create a big parlay. Here's what you do. You pick three teams to win. You hit all three. You turn $100 into $600. It's like magic. There's so much to bet on. College basketball tipped off the other day with Kentucky Duke and Michigan State, Kansas. Cowboys and Eagles play Sunday night in what could be an NFL playoff elimination game, only if the Cowboys lose. Plus, there's college football, NBA, and NHL. Sign up this week and MyBookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure to follow at Bet my bookie on Twitter. You'll be the first to know as soon as the new odds are posted. And they're giving away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this football season. Don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to my bookie right now. Use promo code SAL, S-A-L, to get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code SAL. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, we're back on Against All Odds. Now, we have these specials that come out, these prop specials. We like uh, I like quizzing the fellas and seeing if they could guess what the odds are on these props. Um, for instance, let's do this. Who do I want to give what to? All right, Brian, I'll give you this. Big Raider fan. Who is going to get the first pick in the 2019 draft, and what are the odds? Uh, the first pick, Raiders... Uh... Raiders, I'll say Raiders are even. Get plus 150 for that. That's not bad. It's nice. a fun yeah, way to ma- make a few bucks on your team. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. How many, gonna do it. how many wins do they oh. have, brother Brian? They'll lose this week to the Chargers for Just sure. One. Right? Just one. I, I, they, still, they still play like Arizona, but I don't think they're getting more than two wins. If mm-hmm. you look at their schedule, they're going to struggle here. Arizona's second. They still have to play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they still. I mean they they'll have. Kansas, they haven't they've, played Kansas City yet. Yeah, they haven't even played Kansas City yet. They have uh, obviously yeah. San Diego this week. They the only winnable games I think are one more game against Denver and then Arizona. Mm. But 
I'm, I don't feel confident in either of those. So, uh, right. yeah, let's do it. Well, Arizona's it. Plus, four to uh, one if you want to hedge a little bit. But Arizona's four to one. I do like the plus 150. Arizona four to one. Buffalo five to one. Niners nine to two. They have Joe Montana back. They're not going to They're not gonna get the one pick. Uh, they'll screw that up. The Giants are five to one. And the Browns are 12 to one. All right. Now, let me ask you, uh, Parley Kidd, or current former coach. You are the next coach fired. We saw you go down. Hugh Jackson went down last week. Mm. Who's the next coach fired, and what are the odds? Okay. Um, well, it's, I'd say it's either going to be Vance Joseph or Dirk Cotter. You know, spoke Vance Joseph had a terrible uh, ending to that game the other day. I think yeah. even um, Coach O'Brien there from the Texans, I think, uh, I don't know if you guys saw what he mouthed. But yeah, I thought he, that would uh, be a bigger basically deal. basically mocked him pretty terribly, so... Mm-hmm. I'd say uh, Vance Joseph, next coach to be fired, uh, plus 250. Uh, All right. Well, now, Vance, uh, Dirk Cutter's next coach to leave his post at nine to four. So that's plus two and a quarter. Vance Joseph, plus 450. Interesting. Okay. So I was, I was a little off. It could be Vance. It could be Vance. Well, if Tampa beats Washington, I just wonder if it's even going to happen this year. Does someone else get cut? Because we know Jerry Jones went on the radio and said, He's not firing Jason Garrett midseason. By the way, Jason oh. Garrett plus nine fifty. I don't know what that guy does. So I mentioned, do they have on there that? Uh, what are the odds that no one gets fired the rest of the year again? Yeah, they don't have. They don't. They didn't list that. So they're just gonna. They're just gonna hold everyone's money right. until. So I that guess happens. how is it not? Yeah, I don't know how is it not Joseph or Cotter? It's got to be one of those. Well, two. Harbaugh, who's been mentioned on this podcast, is five to ah. one. Uh, Steve Wilkes, I think they give him more than a year. He's six to one. Todd Bowles, thirteen to two. If they lose to the Bills. There's going to be major rumblings, right? New York oh, guys, yeah. that's got to be, but they, they can't do that. Yeah, no doubt. And like I said, Jason Garrett, plus 950. And Parley Kid, I pointed out on Lock It In today that this is now, week to week, this is bordering on elder abuse, what he's doing to Jerry Jones. He's like, I said, he's like the telemarketer <laughs> yeah. who's um, taking advantage of the feeble-minded, confused Jerry Jones. Well, yeah, exactly, Sal. You know, I was going to say, Jerry Jones has this reputation of being a bad guy somehow. Yeah. He's obviously. Uh, the kindest man in the world, sure. really, to uh, be hanging on to uh, Jason Garrett. I mean, he must just feel that he just can't do it. It would break his heart and maybe Jason Garrett's heart. But, Sal, it's, the time has come. They're 3-5. and five. That was a disgusting loss the mm-hmm. other night. Yep. Uh, Jason Garrett's got to go. Let's start talking about this every week until it happens. Uh, I, I feel like we have for I'm in. two years. I'm in. <laughs> What I mean, what needs to happen? I don't know. I mean, it's not all his fault, but he doesn't win them any games. I don't know what he's doing. He's not calling plays. They should have should have had uh, a seventeen you know nothing lead. To happen? What? Go ahead, tell us. When the when the Saints go to Dallas on Monday night, week thirteen, Des shoves it up Jerry's ass. Yeah. Then that's got to be it. Yeah, I was thinking about mm. that. I commented if he like spikes the ball at the fifty yard line at the star like that. Mm, that really that'd could be change great. everything. That could change everything. <laughs> all right, that Harry. Would be great. Harry, let me ask you, Le'Veon Bell, will he play a down this season? What's the yes or the no? Whichever way you want to do it. At this point, he didn't return. Uh, I'm going to say the no. Boy, no is uh, no minus 220. No minus 220. Oh, so you'll like this. You you should bet the no because the no is plus 150. The yes wow. that he will play. What is, he's, he's he has favored. to return by what, Sal? Is it next week, though? Like No, let me make sure I get this date, right. Because right? I, I, I get these wrong all the time. So let me make sure. No, I think I thought it was yeah, for the season. Right, bro. I think he's got to. 
Oh, I see. I see. Oh, you're saying when does when does he have to? Oh, but as far as his bed yeah, is concerned, yeah, no, I'm it's just saying year. he has to report by a certain time, like in two weeks, right, or something. Like I that, thought it was week eleven. Uh, yeah, I thought it was week eleven. Yeah. So, and he also said that he was leaving Miami. You, you think everything? Yeah. So that's why the no is favorite, Harry minus minus two hundred. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just that will he play the rest of the season? All right. So those are interesting, Brian. We definitely like. Oakland for the first pick. For sure. That way they could they screw you. They could screw you a different way. They can win and go three and thirteen. Let's <laughs> get the second pick. All right. That brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling fake gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. College basketball has started, and Tate Frazier has abandoned us. That's what's going to happen. So I'm going to ask you guys if you could pick any college player. From a specific year to be your two-on-two teammate, who would you choose? The favorite, 84 Jordan, 3-1. to one. 92 Shaq is 7-2. to two. 97 Duncan, 5-1. to one. 2012 Anthony Davis, 10-1. to one. Or you could take the field at 6-1. to one. Harry, I know you have a lot to say about this. Well, I'm going to take, uh, I went with Tim Duncan at 5-1. to one. I mean, the guy was so unselfish. Uh, in in 97-98, his senior season, he averaged the most assists while at Wake Forest when he was there. Uh, 40 pounds ago, I would have loved to have just been able to drive, then dump the ball to my right to him and let him bank in the signature shot off the glass he was so awesome at uh, that no one really uses anymore. He really was automatic with that shot. So uh, 40 pounds ago, I would have loved to have done that and have him been my teammate. 40 pounds ago? Well, then I was like, all right, 45, 48, 50, well, whatever it is. Is that like two and a half weeks ago? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> no, you're doing great, Harry. I've seen pictures. All right, Brother Bry. Uh, Brother Bry, which way are you going? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Shaq uh, in the 92 season. Uh, definitely, I would need a dominant low post guy, definitely, so so he could get double team, leave me wide open so I could make like 15% of my threes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, you could limit any, any type of, uh, scoring. I mean, he can cover both guys. Basically, I just don't want to be able to have to be relied upon to do too much. So mm-hmm. I think Shaq would be the best. I, I think I'd fit with Shaq. Well, I could just dump it into him. If you put me with another guard, we're screwed. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anybody else on this list? I, I think, and I was trying to think of some other guys. I couldn't, I think, uh, Shaq would probably be a good fit for me though. That's pretty good. And then weird. He didn't even win player of the year that year. 92 It was Leitner, obviously a. No, I think he won in 91, right? He won, he won in 91? And Leitner won? Okay. Right. So th- yeah, I think he won the year before. So, okay, I want Shaq from 91, not okay. Shaq from 92. All right, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll try to arrange that. We'll get Shaq. Brian wants to. Okay, I'll, I wrote that down. All right. Parlay Kid. doing every commercial under the sun. Is no one taking Jordan here, Parlay Kid? Well, Sal, I'm going to be going with Jordan. And I must say, Harry, Tim Duncan would hate playing with you. Your style of game would not match up with him at all. And so the bottom line is this, Sal. Anytime you can get Michael Jordan and basketball mm-hmm. at three to one, how can you not go with Michael Jordan? He is the greatest competitor of all time. He was known to be a great practice player because he would go as hard as anybody in the world in practice. Two on two, he's not going to lose. He's going to say, parlay kid, step aside. Mm. I will handle everything. Wow. And that's exactly what he would do. And we'd win. He's still calling LeBron out in one-on-one games right now. So give, let me just sit, sit out there, smile, sit back, and watch Michael do all the work. Three to one, that's still great odds. Michael Jordan. 
Now, let me ask you this, Parlay Kid. We say 84 Jordan, right? What about the 84 yeah. Parlay Kid? What if he teamed with the 84 Parlay Kid, or would you rather take yourself now? Uh, wow, that's a good question. Because in 84, I was probably like five foot six at that time. Uh-huh. Now I'm about down was probably yeah, about 110 pounds. No. 10th <laughs> grade? Now, now, Why are you 10th uh, grade? Yeah. That's what it was? Yeah, yeah, but I was about, yeah, I wrestled at 120 right, that forget. year, right? So, All right, I don't uh, want to change things yeah, up. Yeah, I, I would say, I would have to go with myself now. And Chell, let's face it, you and I are king of the two-on-two games. That's I mean, right. We, our record is almost unblemished. We haven't lost yeah, in years. Yeah, you guys years. are beating an 11-year-old. Whatever, Harry. Year. Come on. He was, they were 13. One, one I think, uh, was turning 14 the following week, so I don't want to hear anything. Well, let me tell you something, Harry. You and I, here's who I would take. Big Country Bryant Reeves, 1994. No, no, I wouldn't. I did think about him. I, I did love that guy. I loved playing. I loved watching him play. <laughs> he fizzled out, though. 2012 Anthony Davis. That's my pick. Sal and the brow. That's what we would do. Same thing, feeding the post. <laughs> Harry, Davis and I would kill you and Duncan. You know, admit that. What's the spread yeah. in that game? Come on. Listen, everyone knows you can't go right. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Tim Darren Duncan doesn't know it. told me that over and over. Right. Even though he'll never admit it. All right. Well, like I said. Harry, Sal said on his pod with Simmons that he's 5'8 and a half. So how would you guard Sal? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, he didn't. He did not say that. Of course I am. <laughs> It's on my license. I couldn't, I couldn't lie to the state of California. Five, I am five eight and a half. What's the difference? Oh, what do you oh, think I am? Boy. I'm taller than you. You are not taller than me. Is it crazy? This kid's delusional. Thanksgiving, we're, Thanksgiving Day, we're having a, we're having a uh, height off. If you laid down on your side, you might be taller than me. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, Harry, Harry, uh, Harry at tops is five six. Yeah, what's he Harry talking top. about? Jim Cunningham, who's your partner? Who's your two-on-two partner? Wow. I'd go with the field, Christian yeah. Leitner. Just oh, out of my hate for Tate Fisher. <laughs> All right. I, I, kinda, <laughs> I see a theme here uh, throughout the podcast. I like that. All right. That's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. And let's take a break. Hey, you know what's not smart? Job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through. That's not smart. But you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash odds to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply so you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S., and right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. Let's do it again. ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, we're back on Against All Odds. Cousin Sal, the Jenner trifecta is here with me, Jim Cunningham. Another NCAA basketball season. Very exciting. Kind of kind of crept up on us this year, but we had two games Tuesday night. Kansas, they beat Michigan State. Damn, I had them minus five and a half. I got a bad line. It went down to four and a half. I had a minus five and a half. They're winning by 17 early in the second half. Uh, just doing everything. Inside out, winning, beating them up. Then the point guard comes alive, Cassius, and, uh, and they won by five. And they were lucky to win by five, by the way. 
Uh, so I got a yeah. bad line. Then the other game, Kentucky lost by like 40 to Duke. This season could be over, fellas. Duke, now I gave you the odds for this. They were 5-1 to one on Monday. They went down to 3-1. to one. I've seen plus 250 at uh, Caesars. Who is plus 250 two days into the season? Have you ever seen anything like that, Harry? No, that's just insane. I mean, they were great. I mean, they were amazing. I, I mean, a lot of times at the beginning of the season, to roll it up against teams is one thing in a neutral court. But against Kentucky, the way they did, wow, that was something. Yeah. All right. So, Harry, I'm taking Duke as my favorite. Well, that's boring, but Zion Williamson, he's just too too good a player. It's not fair what, what Krzyzewski does with these freshmen. He really is. He's like Gino Ariema with the with the girls' teams. I don't like it. These guys are fitted for rings at the freshman orientation, and it's really not a good thing, I think, for basketball. But at plus 250, I'm no fool. They're going to get they're going to get uh they're going to get late in the tournament. I don't know, brother Brian, what would they be? What's the worst they could be heading into the NCAA yeah. tournament? Could they be even? Yeah, I mean that's what I think. If they just if they have just a crazy season and they only lose like one to three games, I mean I guess they could be even. Mm-hmm. But uh I mean I think they still have to be even cuz it's like every game they're going to face there's like 10 very good teams, so uh, there's going to be some games where they're only like minus 250, I would think. So Right, yeah. Um, and then you talk yeah. about those tournament so. games, the fourth game, the fifth game, the sixth game, even the third game, the, the most they could be is minus, unless there's big upsets that they're playing like a, a 10th or 11th seed or something. You know, those spreads get really tight down the stretch there in those last three games, a three and a half, four, three. Yeah. But all right, Brother Bry, out of your top tier teams, who do you like to advance? To win this thing. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, this is where uh, this is where I'm jumping on with Tate here. Oh, uh, I'm big on North Carolina this year. Um, just usually when I look, you know, I would say if you look at the, so one thing I look at is like if you look at the last 15 years, there's only been eight teams that have won. So Villanova, UNC, Duke, UConn, amazing that they won three times. Uh. Kentucky, Kansas, Louisville, Florida. So I, I basically think you're probably looking at. The same type of teams, right? UNC, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, Villanova, probably this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I look at that, I also look at, all right, what team has a right mix of veterans and some top freshmen? So when I was looking at that based on the odds to get UNC at 15-1, to 1, they bring back Luke May, they bring back Cameron Johnson, who had a great year for them last year. Mm-hmm. They also bring back Kenny Williams. Then they have star freshman Nasir Little, who's probably going to be a top two or three pick in the draft. They also have some other stud freshmen. So I know the ACC is going to be a bitch, but at 15-1, I'd much prefer the 15-1 on UNC than Duke at 3-1. And Parley Kid, who don't they have, more importantly? North Carolina. Joel Berry, right? <laughs> Oh, my, that was Sal's. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's all right. Walter I know we Barry, like him. Yeah. My oh. least favorite. Thank you for reminding me because yeah. I'm thinking who, who's gone there. But right. yeah, easy. Walter Berry. Is it Walter? Or Walter Walter Walter's the St. St. John's guy. Yeah. Walter's from the St. John's ago. Right. from 1984, <laughs> who, by the way, might have been one of my, my teammates if I could choose two. two oh, he's two, pretty good, too. All right. But yeah, they don't Joel have him either. Barry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joel yeah. Berry the third, isn't it something like that? Yeah, I don't know uh, how many, but no. I, I I wasn't a fan. I know Tate was a fan of his. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan. Well, who are you picking, Parley Kid, in your top tier teams? Well, Sal, listen, this is like you're saying this Duke team after last night was scary. So, what type of team can beat Duke? Right, that's what I think I have to look at because I don't want to go with Duke here. I think mm-hmm. you're taking them. Uh, they're just going to be the you know the popular pick. 
So let's look at a team that uh, that last year was uh, a, a pretty dominant team themselves up until the tournament, right? So I'm looking at Virginia, Sal. Uh, at I'm seeing them sell at anywhere from fifteen to one to eighteen to one. Wow, which I think is is pretty good odds for a team that was ranked number one for quite a long time last year. They're returning almost their full core of players, and Kyle Guy, I, I think Brian's a big fan of Kyle Guy's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty Jerome, NBA prospect DeAndre Hunter, uh, Alabama transfer Braxton Key could be pretty key, uh, mm-hmm. no pun intended there, uh, for them. Uh, Sal, what what do they do? They play great defense. Can you see them frustrating the heck out of the Dukies? Yeah. I can see them really frustrating a team. Coach Bennett's a great coach. He's due for a breakthrough here one of these years in the tournament. Maybe now that all the all eyes are on Duke, Virginia doesn't, you know, they can kind of sneak up on you. They're going to hold, they're going to they're going to play them tough. They're going to hold them to a low scoring game at least once. And if they see him in the tournament again, maybe even again, I think they're the type of team that could beat Duke. Let's uh, let's go with Virginia. Uh, pretty good odds, fifteen to one, anywhere to eighteen to one. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that DeAndre Hunter, he's got to be playing with purpose, right? Broke his wrist during the ACC tournament last uh, year. Well, that's the thing too. So I meant to mention that too. I always love teams that have a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Does this Virginia Cavaliers team has a chip on their shoulder this year? Yep. They are super pissed about the way that season ended last year. I think they're back on a mission, and uh, I think that they're the one type of team that can beat Duke and beat anybody for that matter. I'm just looking. They don't. I don't think they have Maryland, Baltimore County on their schedule, so they they should be okay. They should be okay for a while. Uh, <laughs> Harry, what do you think of Maryland, Baltimore County? They hung a banner. Um, signifying that they made it to the second round. Do you think that's that's too much, or where do you fall on that? No, I mean, the 16th seed, only time they ever beat anybody in the tournament. So uh, I think uh, that's worthy of it. I agree. I, I hate Definitely. to agree with you, but I do. I don't, it's not going to ever get any better for that. And, and not to mention, they didn't just beat, they didn't just beat Virginia. They rolled. Too, Terrible. So, yeah, I mean, down 20. I mean, there was no moment where you're like, oh, when that shot went in, I knew where I was. You know, Never was. Down 20 right? with no. four minutes left and it stayed like that. Uh, Harry, who's your team? Well, you know, I got to go with my Syracuse Orange. Uh, you don't uh, have they to. They opened up at like uh, April. They were like 60 to 1. Now uh-huh. they're 40 to 1. But look, look, remember, they were a joke last year and they made it to the Sweet 16. Uh-huh. Uh, all five starters are returning from last year. Tyus Battle was a 20-point-per-game score last season. Could have went to the pros this year, but he liked how the team was shaping up, so he decided to come back. Um, he's the leading scorer. With all the great players Syracuse has ever had, he is the leading scorer for their sophomore season ever in school history. They get Brissett back 15-8 and eight last year. Frank Howard had 15 points. Uh, Jim Beheim enters his 43rd season, says this team is way ahead of last year's team, which is saying something considering he always says how no matter how good his teams are, he always downplays them. So for them, him to say this team looks really good is saying something. And they, they haven't had depth in the past years. They've got depth this year, too. they got a transfer from East Carolina. It's Elijah Hughes is supposed to do a lot of things. And of all people, coming in as a freshman, Jim's son, Buddy Bayheim, led the team in their win last night in, in, uh, in assists. 
he wasn't just like the coach's son that he threw on the team. Sal, he was fantastic in high school against when he played for James Bill DeWitt against my high school, Oswego. Oswego High. He had his best game ever. 36-18. and 18. Of course he did. Look for Buddy Bayheim to be a influential part to the Syracuse season this year, too. And at 41, let's go Orange. All right. Is that did, uh, Bayheim have his son at like 65 years old? Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> well, I, I told Parlay Kid, Bayheim was, <laughs> Bayheim was, uh, had his first wife and then stuff didn't have, the stuff went south and then he married someone about 20, oh. 25 years younger than him and then he had more kids. <laughs> Sound like you're, you know, some information. You're holding back there. About that first marriage, you know how you know how we you know how we roll with the uh, upstaters. I know, I know how you roll. All right, uh, well, I don't know at Syracuse, it, it's fine, but I just, there's too many games where they have like 24 points at half. It's just, and then you know, but then they'll win. Mm. They'll win like 59, 31 against teams. So not 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 fun that's to root for. Zone D, Harry. baby. Yeah, it's not that that's much. Zone D. Is that your mid range pick as well? I asked you for a mid range and a top tier. So I don't know what that is. Forty to one. That's mid range. Okay. My top tier. Uh, uh, I forget. Go, uh, you don't have to. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> what is going on? Parlay kid, go ahead. Tell us your. You have a mid range pick. Yeah, I'm not even sure if it's mid range. I think this is kind of a long shot, but maybe yeah. I don't know. Looking at the odds, Sal, my sleeper team this year after a really disappointing year last year is the Indiana Hoosiers, mm. coached my by my favorite coach, former Dayton Flyer coach. Archie Miller. You love that Much guy. better than his brother, by the way, Harry. I think mm-hmm. you'd agree with that, right? No, both are, both are very overrated. <laughs> wow. Both are very overrated. Uh, stop it, Harry. Well, listen. So, this Hoosier team is returning Jawan Morgan. Guy averaged almost 17 points and eight rebounds a game last year. They're adding a super five-star recruit in Romeo Langford. He's a top three freshman in the country. Uh, and with Archie Miller said, this guy's a fantastic coach. Don't really listen to what Harry's saying. No, I never did. Indiana, the basketball capital of the world. Uh, they're going to be back, if not this year, very soon. But All I think right. at uh, 40 to 1, I think they could really surprise here, make some noise uh, in that NCAA tournament. Okay. Brother Bry, you have something at 40 to 1 or better? Uh, cool. well, not quite that, but it is funny though. Like the Big Ten hasn't won a championship since 2000, so wow. it's been a long time. Wow. So that would be my but, only. Hesitant. Yeah, uh, that is Big true. Ten you know, Michigan Michigan State's 35 to one now too, which I think any Tom Izzo team that's mm-hmm. that's pretty good. To, you know, to even grab Michigan State at those odds too. Yeah, Izzo's yeah, gonna, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, it's he's always got a shot. Yeah, the Big Ten will be okay, but they'll probably be it'll be down for a conference probably this year. But uh, so it's not really going out on a limb, but uh, because they are ranked sixth in the AP polls, but Tennessee at twenty-eight to one, I think is great value. Again, considering that they're sixth, um, I really liked them last year. I think I bet a bunch on them last year. Uh, I lost out on them winning the SEC tournament and the championship. They kind of blew that game. I remember, but uh, they bring back basic. Their whole team is back. They bring back. Admiral Schofield, who's a fantastic player, kind of a freak athlete, mm-hmm. their leader, really fun to watch. They return SEC Player of the Year, Grant Williams. I know Brad's going to be all over this team this year. <laughs> uh, they'll be a fun team to watch. I just hope they have enough size and athleticism against some of these other teams. But I think at 28-1, to 1, I really like that. The one thing I, I would say is I might not bet the 28-1, to 1, but um, 
some sites you can find a final four odds where oh. I know right now some sites are still giving out final four odds for Tennessee at, to make the final four at five to one. So I think, like I was saying earlier, there's only so many teams I think that can real realistically win. So I think Tennessee to make the final four at five to one would probably be a better bet. This me. is going to sound like a lie, but our friend, crazy friend, Brad uh, texted me during this podcast, Jim, I'll show you the time Jim's looking. Keep an eye on Tennessee basketball. This could be their best team of my lifetime. Now, let's also keep in mind that um, he should be institutionalized, but uh, but he does love Tennessee. He loves the volunteers. They're supposed to be good this year. All right, at 28-1, to 1, that's fun. I'm going to say Bob Huggins, West Virginia Mountaineers. Always good. Nine of the last 11 years, they've made the tournament with him. Uh, they have the best rim protector in the country, Sagaba Kanade, 6'8", 260. Now, they lost to Villanova in the Sweet 16. There's nothing wrong with that. It was the best team, but they have this freshman, Derek Culver, uh, Peter Bolden, three-point percentage. I think he had 41% from three. They're always like an 11-7 in the conference, 24-10 and 10 overall, something like that. You know, if they can get a three or a four seed, Kansas will probably beat them out for the for the conference tournament and all that. But keep an eye on uh, Bob Huggins' team, West Virginia. 40-1. to 1. That's pretty good. All right? Yeah, not bad. All right. Let's move on to our mailbag. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Uh, we're looking for people to join us in the Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame. That's where we're going. We're there in Pahrump, Nevada. Really, we're making a lot of progress there. A lot going on in Pahrump. And we need a story. We need a bunch of stories. What makes you a degenerate? Let's hear about it. Money you've lost that you didn't have. Uh, ways you cheated. Ways you lied. People, you loved ones you lied to. Let's hear. It all adds up and we will vote on if you are eligible. Let's read a couple um, from our mailbag. Dear Cousin Sal, it's no longer cool to rip on Harry. His best bet was in the books after a quarter. And <laughs> Sam Darnold really is awful. Patrick from Vancouver, British Columbia. Wow. <laughs> Should we be done ripping on Harry? I don't know. No. Well, I will look, say, look, I, I will say, Harry, since the no hibbity dibbity, yeah, your picks have been fantastic. But we still get to rip on you because you have not bet one one of those games that you're fourteen two and one, whatever you claim you are. You have not bet any of those games, so we can still continue to rip. That on is you. a rip. Rip. You know, you know, if you bet, like you'd be like two fourteen and one or whatever. That's a rippable uh, aspect of your life, there, Harry. I have to, I have to say. No, I agree, Patrick. I, I, I appreciate it, but uh, ripping me is a. Uh... It's part of the thing. It's part of the yeah. gig. So uh, keep rolling, boys. Yeah, keep we rolling. didn't. We didn't Sam get. Donald is really awful, though. We didn't get oh, nominated God. for our iHeartRadio uh, award for not ripping on Harry. Let me just say that. And by the way, can we still bet, can we still vote on that? I should have said that at the top. Uh, is keep the voting, voting over? No. No. Can I say no? You can keep voting. Oh, you can. All right, everyone, vote. Go Five on there. today. iHeartRadio. See, I, I've been slacking. I haven't done the last uh, few days. iHeartRadio.com. You can vote in the uh, sports section. We're going against. Bill Simmons podcast, heard of it. It's fine, but whatever. We can move on from there. Colin Coward, okay. There's one, the 30 for 30. They they review documentaries. It's silliness. We're the best podcast uh, vote for us. And by the way, let me, I don't toot my horn a lot. You go to those podcast rankings. As far as sports gambling podcasts go, we are number one in a with a bullet. Like, it's not even close. By 50, 60,000 uh, listeners, we're number one. So, Take a lap, guys. Harry, especially you. You could afford to take a lap here. Uh, and look at this. 
<laughs> Look at this letter. Hi, Sal. I'm writing to tell you a gambling story. Not so much because I think it qualifies for the Degenerate Gambler Hall of Fame, but because I feel like you need a gambling story from a woman. All right. Last year, one of my friends said she wanted to fix me up on a blind date with her hot doctor friend, and I obviously accepted. Only drawback was because of his hot doctor schedule, he wanted to meet up on a Sunday early afternoon. Prime gambling time. I'd bet on some of the morning games, so I decided to go to the bar where we were meeting and watch as much as I could before it was time to meet him. One of the games was Eagles-Chiefs. I bet the under, which was 46 and a half. Game was 6-3 late in the third quarter. I was feeling pretty good about the bet. Then Jeffrey got a touchdown. Suddenly, hell bro all hell broke loose. Touchdowns were coming fast and furious. In the midst of all the stress, a guy came up to the bar where I was sitting, sat down next to me and said, hey, can I buy you a drink? Well, the stress of the bet, plus the fact that I was a couple of white wines in meant that it didn't really register that it was my hot doctor date who was also early. Barely glancing at him, I said, hey, sorry, man, but I have a lot of money riding on this game and I need to focus. Needless to say, the combination of my rudeness and my obvious gambling problem, Dr. Hottie was pretty taken aback and not into it. Of course, Chiefs and Eagles also continued to score, went a half point over above the over. So all in all, not my best day. Women can be degenerates too. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Paula Jenks. Paula, you keep up the good work. I like that. couple more stories wow, like that. Paula. You will be our inaugural, our first Jeez. female member of the Gamblers uh, Hall of Fame, degenerate guy. I don't think she's there yet, right, Harry? What do you think? Wow. No, but she's not there yet, but I'll tell you what. She's not just betting football. She's betting unders in the NFL. Yeah. Kudos. Wow. Kudos to you, Paula. That's great, betting unders. Wow. Great. Too bad uh, Harry's taken. I know. Right I know. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that, too. Wow. I was thinking that, too. All right, Paula. Keep in, Butler. Keep in touch. That's right. <laughs> hottie Butler. Yeah. Will she settle for a hottie butler? I don't know. All right, guys. Uh, again, <laughs> Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. It was a good one, Paula. Kid. Let's talk Sharp Tank. <laughs> this is the part where you guys sell me one of your bets, and the Parley Kid was on fire with his parlays, hitting, you could have collected, <laughs> how many, like, before last week? You racked up like 24 and one, 24 to one odds, something crazy with between three parties. Yeah, it was right? crazy, says. It's been good. So I've been on a good run. I lost uh, with that Ram game last week. That was tough, especially when pretty much everything else won, right? Mm -hmm. So right. that made it a little bit more difficult. So, all right, give us so your what winner. Do I do? I, well, part of me this week, Sal, wanted to take something like real simple, like a three team tease mm -hmm. or something like that, but. I'm not going to do that. I'm going back a couple weeks ago. I hit a six-team parlay, mm -hmm. so that's what I'm doing. A six-team money line parlay. Try to beat this one, Sal. So I'm going to start with the uh, I'm going to start with the college game this week. Though I'm going to I'm going to add one college game into this, and that's going to be Ohio State on the money line mm. minus one seventy at Michigan State. Sal, this Ohio State team, right? We're kind of so disappointed in them this year. Uh, last week, I think they made us sweat out that Nebraska game a little bit. Yeah. Correct? Was that last week? It was last week. I now? gave it out on the Fox, Fox pregame show. Right, that's right. Not that's, even close to cover. That's right. I mean, they, they kind of made us sweat that one out. Yeah. Uh, they have not put a complete game together yet. I think this year they are due. I think this is their statement win. Same weekend last year in Michigan State, they beat uh, the Spartans 48-3. to mm -hmm. So let's take Ohio State. They're the first team on the money line at minus 170. Sal, then we're going to add the Packers minus 500 over the Dolphins. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is, I, I, he's so good. Is he going to lose three games in a row here? I, I don't think that's happening. He's home. The Dolphins, I don't care. The quarterback situation is terrible. Thank goodness they were playing Sam Darnold in the Jets last week, or they mm -hmm. wouldn't have won that game either. So I'll take them minus 500. 
Uh, the Chargers, minus 525 at the Raiders. The Raiders uh, were one of the worst teams I've ever seen last week uh, uh, on, uh, yep. during their game against the 49ers. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's, let's uh, put the Chargers on that. So the Rams, minus 500 versus the Seahawks. Rams are not losing two weeks in a row. Uh, I've had them almost every week. Let's keep them in. So another team, got two more for you. The Eagles, minus 300 over our Cowboys. Sal, Eagles coming off a bye week. They're not going to lose to the Cowboys at home. I'm sorry. There's nothing about this Cowboy team that thinks that they can score 28 points and beat the Eagles. It's not going to happen. And then, Sal, this is going to be an interesting one for you guys. The Giants at plus 125 over the 49ers. Giants getting a little extra time here uh, with the bye week and now playing on what is maybe just a meaningless Monday night coming up uh, in San Francisco. Mullins look very good, Sal, but the Raiders team was so bad. Yeah. I don't think we could really judge him uh, by that performance. All right. I think Odell playing under these Monday night lights, Manning and what is kind of really his swan song right now. Barkley will be showcased. I think the Giants are going to beat the, the 40, a pretty lousy 49ers team. So let's take all those teams, add them up, it's basically a five to one parlay. No, I'm sorry, Sal. A seven to one parlay. All right. Ugh, I don't want to repeat them all. That's so okay. We'll go, you got you, it I'll all. go over them later. Uh, all right, Harry. Okay. What do you like? You have a six teamer. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Do you have a six team parlay? Don't have a six team <laughs> parlay. Um, did have the winner last week? Like I said, Utah State easy winner. And this week I'm gonna stick with college. Clemson is playing Boston College. The spread opened 18 and a half, I believe. It's up to 20 and a half. Mm. Um, I'm going to take Boston College here at plus 20 and a half. But if you guys remember last year when uh, Oregon played Arizona, I gave every reason under the sun why to take Arizona and Arizona should win, but I still went the other way and I went with Oregon. I'm going to do something similar here with this game as well. Clemson looks so good, so good right now. It's so hard to go against them since 2011. Clemson is 7-0 and versus BC, winning by double digits in six of those contests and winning by an average of 20 points. Since Clemson got a major scare by my orange, the Tigers are 4-0, winning by an average of 51 <laughs> points, which includes posting a 77 spot on Louisville last week. In common opponents between Clemson and BC, Clemson beat Wake by 60. BC beat Wake by 7. Clemson beat NC State by 34. BC lost to the Wolfpack. And like I said, Clemson beat Louisville by 61 just last week, and BC beat them by 18. Clemson is clicking at the right time. This is their last road game, and after last week, it seems just too easy to take the Tigers. BC is coming off a nice double-digit win at Virginia Tech as they head into this game. BC's home again. It's night game where they still have hopes of winning the ACC, dancing in their heads. Dillon and quarterback, running back A.J. Dillon has 900 yards this year. Him and quarterback Anthony Brown have to set the pace. I think 20 and a half is too big here. Too many people will be on Clemson, especially the way they've been playing. Everyone's going to be on them. BC at home, 20 and a half is my best bet. All right. I mean, he just gave 47 reasons to bet Clemson, and then he takes BC. But uh, who are we to who are the way to tease him? Uh, we get first of all, we get hate mail for teasing him, and secondly, go the other way, baby. He's on fire. Plus the twenty and a half. All right, brother Bry, 
What's your best bet? All right. Tough I know I shouldn't week. be doing this with Harry's, but I actually, I do really like Harry's bet. I think actually all the betting numbers actually favor Boston College in that game. So I think they're like 9-0-1 against the spread against the ACC in the last 10 or something uh-huh. like that. There's a lot of good numbers that favor BC. I think the only thing is that A.J. Dillon, they said like questionable for that game. So I think that's why that line's going up a little bit. But I do like that. Uh, but again, I've had a little bit of a tough stretch here on my best bets. I think this week you'd probably be smart to do some uh, two or three team teasers. I'm sure we're going to be doing a bunch of them this week with the uh, some of the teams that Darren has and the Rams Chargers. But this week I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to go Northwestern plus 10.5 at Iowa. To me, this line just seems way too high. Uh, Northwestern has played really well against top competition. They beat Wisconsin, one at Michigan State. They should have beat Michigan last week. They, even though they went down 17 to Notre Dame, they had a chance to come back and uh, potentially win that game, even though they gave up a uh, late touchdown, which uh, pushed the spread. But mm-hmm. they've been great on the road. They're great under Pat Fitzgerald. They're 3-0 this year on the road. They're 12-3 and in their last 15 as a road underdog. They're also 9-2-1 against the spread as a double-digit underdog. They've won the last two games at Iowa. I just, To me, I just think when I watch Iowa – I know they've been scoring some points this year, but in general, I think when they face tough defenses, they don't they don't do too well. And I think ten and a half is just way too many points for them. Um, I do see them kind of winning, but I think this is more like a twenty four seventeen type of game. Again, I think they will not score enough to cover the ten and a half. Well, yeah, that that does seem high, especially considering Notre Dame was ten. I of course had it at nine and a half. Northwestern, brother Brian, you were smart enough to wait. You got it at ten, and then freaking they, they won by ten. Notre Dame after struggling the whole game. So, but I am not necessarily um, as spiteful as I used to be. So I'm not. I'm not against jumping on Northwestern again. Uh, Parlay kid, Ohio State money line. Okay, yeah, they, they were scary. Uh, Miami, Green Bay. That's a must win. That's beyond a must win, but a, a little nerve wracking that Miami has five wins. I don't know how that happened. Chargers easy, Rams easy. Hate the Cowboys this week. Giants. I see where you're coming from. Uh, plus 700. But I have to stay with the hot hand. Harry, plus 20 and a half BC over Clemson. Uh, mm. I don't even know what, what re- I don't know. I don't know which of those reasons um, you said to bet <laughs> against them I would latch on to. But other than the fact that you're red hot right now, it's a Saturday night game. And uh, if that Dylan running back doesn't play, I'm going to murder you. All right? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? You realize, you realize ACC is though, guys, it's that bad that if just say Boston College were to win this game. The ACC championship game could be BC versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh still has a way to go. Virginia Tech, if they win, what is that, Friday? I mean, Virginia Tech wins yeah, that's, that game. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's basically going to decide who, who wins the Coastal. Coastal Conference, right. That's a weird game, too, that Virginia Tech pick. Once those teams win, the ACT wins one game, they lose the next. It's like nobody. These teams can't put there. two solid games together. No, yeah. not a lot. 75%, 80% of the teams can't do it. It's a crap conference led but by... Yeah, let's all back carry. Let's all go big on yeah. Boston College. Uh, we'll just, do it. That'll be fun. Tate Frazier's uh, Tar Heels don't help matter. No, thanks. Much. No? <laughs> <laughs> Parley Kid said no. All right, Harry, more money for us, I guess, right? Right. Harry, tell us, uh, tell us where people can find you. Uh, I'm at AAO Harry on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, and again, look for my, uh, look for my college plays. This week, haven't sent them out yet. Next couple of days, I'll send out some more college plays. 14, 2, and 1, last four weeks. All right. right. And right now, I'm going to read a Facebook post, um, something posted by Harry's girlfriend. Oh. But I have to do it. I'm oh. sorry, Harry. You found it. Right. 
she uh, she really? shared a post. She said, really? "I love I love you, Harry." And then it's uh you know it's like a pre-made thing here. It's like a graphic, pretty nice purple. It says, "Women get to a point in their life where it's not about sex anymore. It's about having a real man to love, trust, and have her back." So congratulations, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Cunningham sitting here shaking his head. He doesn't. He doesn't he doesn't believe it. That's uh, yeah, insult. Everybody is down since she's not, still not feeling so great. But that's not the. I did explain to her the, what it sounded like, which it's not. You had it's to explain to her what like. it sounded I, like. I had to explain it to her. She finally understood. She's like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah, oh, oh." You had an argument <laughs> over this. Oh, really? <laughs> not an argument. I wouldn't say an argument, but I had to explain to her. I had to, you know, take her under control and let her know that she made a mistake here. Jim, did she make a mistake? I don't know. It doesn't sound great. It's not about looks. It's not about money. It's not about sex. <laughs> Harry's great. It's not about your shitty college picks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's what's good. We got it. We got it. All right, Harry. Well, that's good. Now things are things are heading in the right uh, direction there. Things are fine. Things are fine. Uh, Brother Bry, where can people see you? Yeah, I'm at the Brother Bry. I'll give out my four picks again this week. Although, yeah, the last two weeks I haven't been great. So. That's all right. And I will be Friday night. I'll be at uh, Parley Kids Suns game. So I'll let uh, Darren talk about that one. I want to get to that in a second. But first, uh, Brother Bry, we play each other in fantasy. And beating me is no no tall order this year. I have, I think, two wins this year. But this this <laughs> week is especially, especially bad. I think it's four teams off. And I have players on all those teams. First of all, my my best player by far, DeAndre Hopkins, on a bye. Um, my two running backs, uh, Lindsey and Murray. That's terrible. Uh, it sounds like a, an eighty year old couple. Lindsey and Murray. They're they're also on a bye. And my backups, Dalvin Cook and Royce Freeman. They're on a bye. So I have to pick guys oh up. Oh my god. I- it's so funny. I'm looking at this right now. Yeah. I'm looking at your lineup on my phone, and oh my god, what are you gonna do? You're just gonna drop half of your team. Well, I mean, I had to pick up a couple of players, but I need to kind of make a trade. I think you're like a 34 point favorite against me. But um, but anyway, this uh, would be the worst loss ever. I'm just setting you up if you were somehow <laughs> to blow this. So good luck to you. Now, Parley Kid, oh, this boy. is the big news. Sure, I'm waiting. River against Glenn, John Glenn Knights. Mm. Your son, your two sons boy. are playing in this game. Possibly, we hope not, but possibly, Kyle, quarterback, last game ever as a high school, has a high school yeah. senior, right? What do we think? What do yeah, we think the line valid. is here? Yeah, I think Brian kind of said it at us uh, getting like two touchdowns. I think. Yeah, fourteen. Uh, I said the over on. I said uh, what fourteen, and then the over under was like forty two. Figuring it's going to be some rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game, Sal. Uh, you know, listen, it's we're kind of a finesse team. Um, Shorm is kind of a uh, real physical team up front, and they have a quarterback who uh, is, uh, I think I've mentioned this weeks and weeks ago, that he's probably the fastest kid I've seen on Long Island in terms of uh, wow. running the ball. He runs a legit probably 4-4, which you don't see really at the high school level. And on the turf, uh, he just seems even quicker. Uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, if we can contain him, we'll have a shot. I mean, the rain that they're calling for is not going to help us because uh, mm. we probably need to throw the ball like 30 times at least in this game to uh, also have a chance. So uh, we're going to see. This is. Uh, I think if we get by this, I think we'd win it all. It's just um, a matter of if we're going to get by this all game. Right. Uh, you know, they beat us up the first time around, but 
sometimes uh, that might not be a good thing to get uh, for the other team. You know, I think they maybe they'll uh, kind of sleep on us a little bit. They're playing so, with a chip on your shoulder. Summer, That's what you like, you said, right? Well, I, I like that. I, yeah. I, I do like that. Uh, I always said that. We have a little chip, maybe. Um, sometimes high school kids, I'm not sure if they really have that chip, you know. Mm. Uh, sometimes, you know how it is, Sal. If you go back yeah. and a team beat you by 30 the first time, I, I'm not sure if high school kids feel too confident that they're going to um, right. uh, you know, come back around. But this being said, so there's a couple teams that we have very similar scores with. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they, they beat a team by a touchdown that we, you know, beat by two touchdowns. There's things that you can look at that you could say, maybe this could yeah. happen. But um, I have to say, I have to thank people. I, I post, I don't usually post pictures of my son and my mm. wife, who was so pissed that I actually posted a picture of her. Yeah, you're asking for us. trouble doing that. Uh, I thought good. that was going to be the case. Yeah. She was pissed. <laughs> and, um, but I got a really lot of nice things. A lot of people really nice out there. So I must say, everybody was so positive. Hey, that's great. Great to see your son doing well and that he's healthy. He's fighting that injury. You know, Good. You know, so look, he's probably, I'd say this week he's at 70%. Went from 60 He's up to 70. All right. Uh, he's, you know, he's a gamer. He'll be out there. Let's just hope this rain doesn't come. It could be, uh, could be tough. All right. Well, we'll root for you. And yeah, that's the thing about Twitter. Everyone is so positive all the time. So yeah, if you, if you're, if you're <laughs> iffy about posting a picture of you with loved ones, just, just go ahead and do it. Is it nothing could ever go wrong? No, but that's good. We, uh, we're, and by the way, in that picture, you pointed out that Kyle, good for him, 18 and 0 at home over the, what three years? Yeah, he never lost a start on that Holy field. Holy crap! Never lost a start. That's great. That's all pretty right. good, right? Well, yeah. that's what I said. That's why this game was home. Yeah. On our muddy grass field, yeah. I feel a lot better about it. I, I think Brian would tell you that. We're like, we're, you know, his career, whole, his away record is about slightly over 500 in his career. Mm-hmm. But his, you know, at home, we're just a different team. Brian could tell you. We're just, teams are not ready to play on our, on our surface. We All have right. a, just a, not a very, no. very, very slow field. Well, maybe we'll slow get some field, updates right. at, at the Chalk Talker, right? Coming up this Saturday. At the Chalk Talker, so. All right. Yeah, maybe. I'll, yes, absolutely. Jim Cunningham, where did you go to high school again? Briarcliff in Westchester. Oh, shit. Well, it's, wait, well, what are your Long Island ties again? You have family? I got some uh, just friends, mostly. That's it? Yeah, Get much. out of here. What did I? What did <laughs> my sister's ex-boyfriend was, sister, was from out there. Where? What part? Um, Carl Place. Carl's Place. All right. Well, called. I know that's Carl a stop. Carl Place. Oh, long, yeah. Long, big Long Island Railroad stop. Carl Place. All right. Jim, where can people? Jim's very, very funny on Twitter, by the way. Harry Thank wouldn't know what he, he doesn't is. follow him. But, <laughs> but where, where are you? Uh, give everyone. Yeah, I name. swear I follow you. So. I know Harry. Thank you. Um, I am at Jim Cunningham, but the eyes are ones. And if that's too complicated for you, go follow <laughs> Tate Frazier. It's more your speed. <laughs> this is why people can't follow you. <laughs> by the way, I get on Harry's case because on Twitter, like he, he he tries to boast about his picks and everything. And you, if yeah. he had a hundred chances, he couldn't spell the right your Y O U point R E or Y O U R. Really going over this now? No, I know it just bothers me. The twos are wrong. Me too. He says M E T O. Like you Darren's a. You think I do it to piss you off? No, I don't. No, no, no. I've known you too long. No. You're you're a animal. Not as the listen. The picks are great. The 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 grammar's atrocious, but the picks are great. Follow Harry, follow all these guys, and send us an email at cousinsalagainstallodds at gmail.com. Oh, 
I'm unlocking in every single day, Monday through Friday on Fox Sports 1. I'll be on the Fox College football pregame show Saturday. I think we're uh, leading into Ohio State, Michigan State. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live 1135 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. That's that. Also, vote for our podcast, iHeartRadio. We're in the sports category. Against all odds. Just keep voting five times a day just for the next uh, three or four years, and hopefully we'll win an award. For the Degenerate Trifecta and Jim Cunningham, with all eyes as one, I'm Sal, saying so long and happy handicapping. All right, let's talk about Hotel Tonight. You know, by showing you top-rated hotels with unsold rooms, Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book your stay at an amazing rate. And even though their name's Hotel Tonight, you can book in advance. Perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, and booking a place with a pool and more. So to start scoring amazing deals and incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now.